You are listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie McLeod and Lindsay Roman. Thank you so, so much for tuning into another episode of our show. I know that you have a lot of options for incredible podcasts out there. And so genuinely from the bottom of our heart, thank you for tuning into ours. Especially if you're a long-time listener, we are just so freaking thankful for you. Truly, we could not do this podcast without you. So just chef's kiss to you. (laughs) Now, today we are inviting one of our past students from our course, The Photo Major, onto the show to do a mini one-on-one or well, (laughs) one-on-two coaching call with Evie and I. Now, today we opened up the mic to Maddie Richardson, a Kentucky-based documentary family photographer, so she can ask us any and all questions she has for her business at the moment. Now, she started off strong by diving headfirst into money mindset, pricing strategies, and communicating value to prospective clients. And we pretty much spent the entire call live workshopping her business model and service offerings, her current pricing, her ideal revenue and workload, running calculations, tackling tough mindset hurdles that she's facing with pricing, and loads of nitty-gritty strategy on how to communicate your value to your ideal clients in a way that leaves them rushing to book with you. Like, I, I cannot even express how much you need to listen to this episode, especially if you struggle with pricing and mindset around money and, and pricing yourself and not kind of valuing your worth as a business owner or creator. And Maddie is so freaking talented. And in this coaching call, we just gave her a huge mindset shift when it comes to how to you know look at pricing for yourself as a business owner. And this was such a powerful conversation. So we hope you get to enjoy uh, sitting back and being a fly on the wall for a little mini coaching session here on the podcast. So let's welcome the beautiful Maddie onto the show. If we asked a room full of people this question, we are sure just about every hand in the room would be raised, ours included. Whether it's in your business, in motherhood, school, or even your marriage, there are moments when we all feel like we are filled with doubt and inadequacy. So if you're feeling this way, Ain't alone, my friend. We are here to help you reframe the thought patterns in your life to live in freedom and enjoy. Download our free guide to smashing that imposter syndrome at theheartuniversity.com forward slash imposter. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. Maddie, welcome to the show, friend. We are so excited to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really, really excited to get to talk to you guys and just hang out and um, get the insight that I've been looking for. Yes. It'll be the best girl chat deep dive. (laughs) today. We're so excited. Coaching call, girl chat, all the things in between. Mm-hmm. This thing's mm-hmm. the happy. Okay, Maddie, why don't we go ahead and set the stage? Can you just tell us a little bit about you, who you are, where, what you do, where you're at in business and what you're kind of struggling with right in the season of business that you're really hoping to get out of, you know, this coaching call to kind of like set the foundation of what, what we're learning today. Yeah. Um, so my name is Maddie Richardson. I am a documentary styled photographer. So I specialize in families, um, anything with newborns, babies, motherhood, uh, 
good old classic family sessions, but with a twist. Um, I originally started having this love for photography when I was about 12, 13 years old. I had actually sold my Nintendo DS to buy my first DSLR. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And then I saved money. It was like 300 something dollars. I used one from eBay. Um, But then it was on and off, on and off for the next mm, maybe like six, seven years with the camera. Like I would pick it up, put it down because I didn't really know the settings. I, I was trying to figure it out. And then eventually I just was doing more research with it. And I had actually been going through a tougher time in my life. So I picked my camera back up and just started taking pictures of nature and walking around and just like finding the beauty and little things and playing with my camera, which led me to um, eventually shooting portraits. Like I, I started with more of a style, like a styled shoot editorial kind of feel like um, kind of portraits. And then I would have never guessed that I would love shooting families and photographing those, their lives and like their children and everything. But that is, I think where I've finally found my bread and butter. Um, so I started my business in 2018, actually just by accident. And then I've progressed from there and, um, invested in your guys's education course, um, which I feel like helped kind of create that steady foundation from the start. And then from there, I started investing in more business education because I'm definitely like the art first business second. Mm. Um, so yeah, today I definitely want to talk about money mindset. I can tell that it's been an issue of mine for the past four years, like just trying to progress and make this a full-time career. Um, and it's always, always, always about money for me. I feel like I project my insecurities a lot and I know that there's a lot of deeper levels to it. Um, and same with packaging and everything. And just, I don't know, like after kind of coming back, we just moved back from Europe. Uh, we lived in Germany for two and a half, almost three years. So it's, it's like, I'm, I'm finding my footing again. And, um, yeah, so I guess that's, that's me. Really? I oh love it. First of all, every freaking person on earth needs to go follow you at Maddie Richardson. Like I Thank can definitely tell when you say you have like an editorial background and then you kind of oh, transition to families. I feel like that's mm-hmm. so abundantly clear in your work and your work is beyond beautiful, like Stunning. stupid beautiful. So if you are not feeling that, or maybe not even feeling that, but just like feeling some sort of way around pricing. Ooh, I am so excited for this conversation. Okay. <clears throat> Let's yeah. go. Let's <laughs> dive into it. Um, so money mindset, what I guess is your first hesitation or question that you kind of have around your pricing or, or just money mindset in general? Yeah. So I go in spurts. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm getting healthier. Like with my money mindset, I deserve this, you know, like blah, blah. And then there's that inkling of like, do you though? Um, mm-hmm. And so it's hard for me to get in, I guess, find a pricing that I feel comfortable uh, sharing or like whenever I I guess like I feel excited to share to clients or people in, um, inquiring with me. And I notice like a lot of the times I hesitate or I want to automatically give them a discount before even sending my pricing to them or I'll get ghosted or, you know, like there's some sort of something that's just missing whenever I'm in the flow of that. Um, and that's just been a huge thing for me. I think too, just in in life in general, it's like I'm projecting my insecurities on people assuming, well, what if they don't have enough money? What if they want to book with me? But you know, like they just don't have, they can't find a photographer that has like that kind of style. Like I start empathizing 
too much when they haven't even told me anything. Yeah. Right. So I feel like that to me is like the chunk of what is kind of holding me back mm-hmm. in my business. Mm. I have so much to say. <laughs> Lindsay and I both are just like <laughs> so many thoughts. Okay. First and foremost, Lindsay, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? I, Maddie, would you be willing to share like kind of where you're at pricing wise? I think mm-hmm. just logistically that would help me. But I, if you don't want to share it, like I just, I want to ask you that question first. Yeah. So I started offering a smaller package because I noticed like my pricing, my original pricing, I'll just say was my first package was $600 for an hour, all inclusive images. And you know, like one to two outfits, it just depends. I'm pretty flexible with that stuff with my clients. And then the second one and third one, they went to eight seventy five, And then the third one was like a four hour type of session. So more of like an in-home documentary for 1200. Um, but then I started offering a smaller package cause I noticed a lot of people wanted to work with me, but they couldn't necessarily fork out that much money from the start. So I would offer a, like a 25, 30 minute session that ended up being about 45 minutes. Cause, uh, I, I have a hard time with small sessions. Um, yeah, yeah but those were that. 350 for like 15 photos and then they can upgrade their package for the full gallery. So do you still offer that, that smallest, like I am taking it out. Um, I did through this year. Um, I feel like this year was the first year that I really did that again, because I had originally taken it out and then I put it back. Um, so I'm taking it out for the next year is my plan at least. Cool. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Lindsay (laughs) Lindsay has thoughts. So I'm just, I'm pausing to let her talk. Okay, perfect. Uh, this is pleasantly surprised. I'm pleasantly surprised by by your answer, mainly because like, and I, I don't want to get into the conversation of like what I perceive to be a good price or, or an expensive price or whatever, because I think mm-hmm. that's the com- that's where the conversation almost needs to go is quote unquote expensive or quote unquote cheap is completely different to every mm-hmm. single person based on value perception. So like, I don't even want to sit here and be like, oh, good for you, girl, $1,200 for like a four hour. Like, like, I don't want you to like hear my opinion from that. Right. right. Because yeah. we're photographers and we value photos. So we're like, that's right. a worthwhile price. <laughs> right. But at the same time, I, I think you're sitting at a good spot. It's not like you're sitting here charging like a hundred dollars for a two hour session. Um, mm-hmm. which I feel like is sometimes where, where someone is when they're struggling with pricing. Um, mm-hmm. so I just want to clarify a little bit more. Are you feeling like imposter syndrome for having the prices at what they are? And you're feeling like you're not able to serve who you want to because it's higher or like, do you feel bad that people can't afford you? Is that kind of it? I definitely feel kind of bad because I know like I have so many awesome, great clients that have been working with me and like growing with me in a sense. And like, I get to grow with their families, but Mm -hmm. I could tell sometimes like anytime I offer the packages, they always end up opting for the smallest one. Um, and I don't know if that's just because of my, uh, practices of they're like, Oh, well, I know we normally get about 45 minutes or, you know, like, I don't know if I'm setting boundaries enough within my packages. And then I also think like, Oh, well, I have to give them more and more and more because whenever I first started photography, I did so many free shoots that I was like, okay, that's my level of standard. Now I can get paid. And so it's like, I don't know how to kind of separate the two. And so I think I need to give more than what I already gave. So somehow 
it's hard for me to charge that. Like, I think the $600 I'm definitely more comfortable with, but whenever it comes to the larger packages, I'm a little, I get a little cold feet. Like, like I get nervous Mm -hmm. about, even though I know whenever I made the packages, I'm like, this is worth it, you know? But I think just seeing the higher number and seeing people, maybe even some, I've had a few people book those sessions and it just almost makes me nervous. I'm like, what if I don't do a good job? What if I, what if what they're wanting is completely different because my sessions do vary. Like I, I'm very, I guess an empath empathetic. Um, Mm -hmm. and I do feed off of energy. And so I can look at some people and be like, we could create this style of shoot. And I look at others and it's almost like I don't have that connection quite. And so I don't want somebody to book that. And then they expect one thing and receive a different thing. Yeah. Mm. Okay. That makes sense. Hey, Maddie, I have a couple of thoughts for you. Mm -hmm. Um, First and foremost, your work is gorgeous. You clearly have experience and you clearly know what you're doing. So just from like a very basic, like encouragement standpoint, you are worth Like whatever you are charging, you are worth it. On top of that, there... So my opinion with pricing is that there's a lot of different factors that go into it, including, you know, your your skill, your experience, what are you bringing to the table? What is going into these packages? Like all of that is a major factor, of course. You know, how Mm -hmm. much have you been shooting? How many hours are included? Do you have pricing guides? Do you have, you know, outfit guides? Do you have wedding guides? Like there's, there's all sorts of different things that go into... Not wedding guides. She's not a wedding photographer. Well, I'm thinking in general of like photographers, like when you're pricing yourself, like what do you have included in the experience that's of value? So that's obviously a big factor. Like that's that's one of the biggest factors. But mm. there's another whole side of the factor that I almost feel like you might be missing the clarity on, which is leaving you kind of feeling this sense of like imposter syndrome slash not feeling confident or comfortable with where you're currently sitting with pricing. And mm-hmm. it might give you the flexibility to recognize, oh, hey, I'm willing to lower my prices and feel hella confident in a lower price point because of X reason. So my what what I wonder if you've done and what I would encourage you to do if you haven't is I want you to sit down and mathematically and objectively reverse engineer your pricing based upon how much you want to shoot and how much you want to make. Like I want you to sit down and run the numbers of, okay, I am willing to do two shoots a week or five shoots a week or whatever it is that you're willing to do. Um, I'm willing to do two shoots a week and I want to make you know, X amount of money per year. Okay, so mm-hmm. let's say you want to do two shoots a week. You want to make $30,000 a year. I don't know the numbers. So you're like, okay, so let me reverse engineer that. I'm actually literally going to pull up my calculator right now because I don't know that number. So wait, can, we, can we make her in this fictional world make 100K a year? I just think that's more fun. Yes. <laughs> wait, Maddie, let me ask. Maddie, what would, what do you know, like, super quickly off the top of your head, like rough number, how much would you like to make a year and how much would you like to shoot per week I or would, per month? I feel like, uh, cause my business has gradually increased. Um, um, but I would say I would feel comfortable with like 45 to 50,000 and I wouldn't mind shooting a few times a week for sure. Okay. So but because we're talking about money mindset, I want to dig into this a little bit. Where, mm-hmm. what is making you in your head say 45 to 50? 
Uh, I feel like I'm trying to be realistic because my, like if I was a wedding photographer, it'd be more obtainable because each shoot is, could be five, six thousand, you know, like I could create packages that could be a higher value. Um, but with the amount that I can make through families and like more of that style of photography, I feel like it just realistically has to be lower. Okay. But I, 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 you're, you're changing your answer based on limiting factors that you're putting on. Cause you're saying, Oh, because I don't shoot weddings, I can't like, I can't charge thousands of dollars per session. So take, take the logistics out of it completely. Like Mm -hmm. I just, I want you to sit there and say like, what in, in a word, and I'm not saying you have to say a million dollars, but like, (laughs) I don't want you to limit yourself based on like, Oh, but this is what I shoot. And this is what's realistic. Like, I want you to say, I, it it would be my dream to make X amount per year. And, and, and it does, again, like I said, it doesn't have to be this like drastically crazy price, but I also don't want you to limit yourself just because you think that that's all you can make or you're able to make, or that you like life has allowed you to make. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Um, then I would say at this season in my life, I would feel comfortable making 80,000 and above maybe 80,000 to like 125. Um, okay. All right. That's more okay. like, <laughs> like that would, that would ideally be like comfortable for me, for my family, you know, like yeah. I want, that's the goal, but then it's, I start kind of running numbers and I'm like, well, what else can I do? Especially in slow seasons or things that like, you know, it, Yeah. No, totally. I, and I, and I get that. And you, what you're struggling with is like what so many of us especially in a creative industry, we second guess yeah. ourselves and we look at like, especially because it's art. And so then we get art is valuable to so, different people in completely different ways. Um, yeah. and, and I think like 90% of pricing is literally in how you communicate value. And when you are second guessing the value that you have, and especially as like an empath or just like someone who's like very sensitive to other people's feelings or, or how they're perceiving things. Like I, I get how that is so hard, but I also like, I want you to stand firm and confident in your work. Just like Evie said, your work is beyond incredible. And I mean, think of like when somebody goes into an art gallery and they're paying like literally like $4,000, not even four, it's like probably like freaking $20,000 for like a custom <laughs> art piece. And, mm-hmm. and people will buy that because their the perceived value is higher than the twenty thousand dollars that they're giving, right? Like, yeah. like the, the the value exchange, like the the reason people pay things is because that they they understand that what they're giving getting in return is a higher value than what they're giving out. And so our job mm-hmm. as business owners and especially as creatives is to communicate the value, you know, at whatever price we're we're paying or we're charging our job is to communicate the value of what they're getting and make it like, like they would feel stupid to not choose that. Like, right. Like they, like that is such a good deal for a value. They can't resist. Yeah. They can't mm-hmm. resist it. Um, yeah. Yeah. so that's why I don't know where I started with this conversation. Hold on. I'm like, <laughs> well, I can, can I jump back in to the please numerical yeah, please, side sorry, of things? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was like, I'm just trying to do math over here. Lindsay, <laughs> stop it, it was, no, it was great. While y'all were, <laughs> <laughs> no, while you were going into like the whole mindset side of things, which I think both of these tie in together, but I was running the numbers on both 50,000 oh, a year good. and 100,000 a year. Um, so Maddie, for you, if you wanted to shoot three sessions per week, and I did run this at, you're doing three sessions per week for the entire like 
you know, so three sessions a week is, yeah. what is that? Like 12 sessions per month. And I did that for 12 months. Granted, okay, I think in, in some weeks, and I just averaged that because I was like, you're in some busy seasons and family seasons and holiday seasons, you're going to be busier. And in others, like you're going to be slower. So I just kind of averaged right. it out and, mm-hmm. and played that even. So if you did an average of three sessions per week, that is um, 144 sessions a year, which is a doozy. That's a lot. But <laughs> if you're wanting to make $50,000, you only have to charge $347 a session. Like, gotcha. it's question, beyond did reasonable. Add, did you add tax into that? Yeah, no. So this in is Kentucky gross. now I have to have sales tax as of next year. Right. Oh, Kentucky is interesting. So oh, but, well, but you have to like, like, just take out yeah. expenses yeah, and then yeah. also add tax into that. Yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This is just raw number. Like, this is just looking at, okay, right, right, right. if I want gotcha. to like just gross, you know, or just net, like, this is just rough numbers. You can obviously like recognize, okay, let me add in taxes and expenses and that'll go up to, you know, maybe 450 or whatever. Um, but if you're wanting to make a hundred thousand, you're at say for the same number of sessions. So like shooting three per week, you're at 694 per session. So you're right around the price point of making, you know, a hundred thousand a year, obviously like adding a bit more, maybe shooting a little bit more, maybe, you know, mm-hmm. whatever to, to actually be able to account for expenses, taxes, which I can run those numbers for you too, if you want. But something like that in the back of your head, recognizing, hey, not only do I have the experience that I'm bringing to the table, like my experience, I am qualified. I have done this. I know how to, you know, run my equipment to pose families, to make them comfortable, to document this life season. On top of that, how do you make your clients feel? I have an incredible client experience. They get all of this stuff when they work with me. They get, you know, help with planning their family's outfits. They get this quality like session planning guide. The moms get help with blah, blah, blah. You know, like, what are those things on the back end that's really built out? If you're feeling confident mm-hmm. with all of that stuff, then my encouragement would be when you go to send the pricing guide to a client or to communicate with a client to book, you know, with them at a certain price point or whatnot, I want you to recognize, hey, I am working towards this goal so that my husband and I are able to save up to buy our dream home, or we're able to save up so that we have an emergency fund. We're, you know, looking towards having kids sometime in the next five years, like whatever it is, there's, I'm sure there's a reason for you that you're like, I would love to make a certain amount of money. It would, you know, allow us to invest in this or save for this or whatever. Have that in your mind when you go to send like your pricing, when you go to book a client, like Mm -hmm. think of, okay, I am charging this amount because I am wanting to make this amount because I am wanting to buy our dream home and be able to afford like a forever home that will change our life. So that type of mindset too, for me at least, is so beneficial. It's more than just like, oh, I I know I'm worth it and I should put it here. It's like, no, I'm working towards this. And and I recognize, Mm -hmm. like I see the numerical value and the numerical purpose behind what mm-hmm. I'm doing. And as long as your skill and your client experience is solid, then I would get to the point like, and maybe Maddie, for you, you, there is, I want to say this, there is no magical like accomplishment in hitting a hundred thousand dollars. There is, yeah. th- that does not make you a better photographer or a better business owner. So if you 
are truly, you're like, no, my husband makes really good money. We are like, you know, financially pretty well off. I love what I do as a photographer, but I'm not trying to like shoot 144 sessions a year. I would be very happy to shoot, you know, a hundred or whatever it is. And you're like, I just love blessing families. And I would love to pull my prices down a little bit and serve, you know, families who maybe couldn't afford a photographer at mm-hmm. $750 or, you know, whatever. That's okay too. Like knowing mm-hmm. these numbers and knowing like how it affects you and how it affects your clients, like that joint relationship, I think is really important when it comes to your pricing mentality as a photographer. So I don't know if those numbers like help clarify anything for you of like giving you more confidence in your current prices or more desire to like, hey, let me run those again because I'm actually happy with making 70,000 a year or, you know, 75 or 50,000 a year. Like whatever you feel good with for you, your lifestyle, your family, your business, and then whatever you feel good with with serving your clients. Like there's no like accomplishment or like better than, I don't know the right word Mm -hmm. I'm trying to go for, in charging more or making more unless that's actually your goal for a specific reason that is aligned for you. And I know Lindsay has something to say, but do you have any questions on that, Maddie? No, I, I think all that definitely, it it resonates with me. Um, I have, I go through those feelings too, and I've calculated multiple times, but then it's always that, I don't know. And I don't want it to sound like, oh, I'm, I'm better than this person or something, but it's like, you always, you could hear people being like, wow, you're, you're really talented and all this stuff, but then you just don't see people coming in. And maybe that's the part that everyone just assumes goes hand in hand, like Mm -hmm. through social media, they're like, wow, she's amazing. She must be booking a lot, but then she's not. And so it's like, I go through those seasons and in every year, I feel like where I'm just almost tired of chipping away at it. I'm like, when is my big break? When is my, and not even like getting a hundred thousand, but, um, I, yeah. And, and I think the big thing for me is like, I have continued to push for photography. Like I've turned down other job offers and everything because I'm like, no, photography is like my thing. Like Mm -hmm. I, I just feel right whenever I'm shooting and I have fought so hard every single year to make it work to where I'm still booking. But of course it's not enough financially to be only doing that. So it's like, I'm always having something else to compensate for that financially. And so it's like, I've, I've worked the numbers and I've done all of that side of it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that sounds doable. But then it's the, I guess, keeping that high spirit whenever you are hitting lows and, Mm -hmm. and you're like, well, maybe I'm not good enough because everyone else is getting booked, but you know, it's very weird because I've had a great season since coming back. Um, like moving back, I've had so many people booking with me and it felt so amazing. Um, but then it's like these slow seasons that really just eat me alive. And I'm like, okay, well, what do I need to do? Like, do I need to start building some sort of passive income in some ways to be able to compensate for that? Like I'm currently in school actually for massage therapy to specialize in lymphatic drainage or something to where I can compensate that. And because my priorities are now like family based, like I have a husband, we, you know, it's like, we have priorities that we need to make in our life. And so it's like, I always want photography to be there, but it's been very, very hard. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just keeping it afloat. So I think that's maybe where it comes from too, because I've fought so hard. And then it's like, 
oh, but you're too expensive. Or, you know, yeah. like you, you kind of hear those things and you're like, man, but like, uh, I know pricing and comparing pricing doesn't, it, it's, you never know why people are pricing the way that they are. But then I'm like, some photographers, it's hard not to. And so yeah. I'm like, but I, I don't know. Like, I finally okay. found my people who, who, um, I guess, understand my style of shooting and the way that I want to portray life. Mm-hmm. Um, so that has been amazing to me and such a blessing. But then, yeah, it's like the other side where <laughs> I have to keep searching for those people because I am pretty niche down. Mm-hmm. Totally. I have so much to say. Okay. Um, <laughs> everyone is going to like, not, I mean, not everyone, but like I, slow seasons are, wow, can't talk. Slow seasons are normal. Um, they're necessary too. Yeah. And and necessary in in an ebb and flow, especially photography, you live in Kentucky. So like, obviously I'm assuming winters are (laughs) not, you know, not that you can't shoot, shoot, but like there's going to be an ebb and flow and that's okay. But I almost think that the, the, where you're finding yourself getting stuck in is I think your heart, because you're an incredible like person and a human being you're feeling empathetic to people that genuinely probably can't afford you. But I think some of those people, not all, but some of those people, I think generally or genuinely like don't value what you're, what you're giving. Like they're not looking Mm -hmm. at photography in the way that like, maybe some of them are just like, Oh, um, I I just need a photographer. And I I don't like, they don't value it in the same way because genuinely, like, I'm not kidding. The reason I said at the beginning of this episode to go follow you is because your work is art. Like your work Mm -hmm. is so good. And I have literally so much to say. Okay. I, there's like so many that like, I need you to approach your business and your work with confidence, knowing that you can crush. You are so freaking talented at photos and at creating work and giving people an experience bar none, no matter if people are booking you or not. Like you have to stand confident in that. Mm -hmm. Um, and an exercise that we've given, I've given past, uh, coaches, this is to, it almost is kind of like, it was one of the questions that you wrote down of like relaying the why in your pricing, um, or just Mm -hmm. even in your business as a whole, like why hire Maddie? Why you? Um, and the exercise that I I gave or I've given past coaches is I just want you to open up a Google doc or yeah, Google doc. So you can type fast. Um, and, and just, I want you to start brain dumping. Why did you get into photography in the first place? Why, uh, why entrepreneurship? Why small business owner? Why didn't you just like go work at Target or, you know, whatever? Like I I Mm -hmm. literally, I want you to think of like, why did I start my own business in the first place? And now why photography for you? I want you to say why, uh, family sessions and new, like why that niche of like, you know, family, newborn, all that. Uh, and then I want you to like go through the experience of like, what kind of persona do you show up with on a session? Like what, what does it look like and feel like to work with you? Like start typing things like literally what you do. Like what does mm-hmm. the the client communication process look like with you? Like just it, basically it's like you're making a, a, a why, but it's like the Maddie unique factor. Like what makes you you? Why are you doing this? Why is your vibe and your style of editing the way it is? Um, what, what have you brought to the table? I feel like living in Europe hasn't impacted that. The editorial style has impacted that. Like there's so much in your background and even growing up and your education and just like what you've learned with photography that is bringing elements into like your style of work that makes mm-hmm. it what it is. Um, so it's, it's kind of like all of it. So it's just like, you're literally just making a document. That's like a brain dump of like my why. And in that dump, I also want you to think about like, um, what does your delivery process look like? Like what, 
what are all the, every single step of the way, what are things that you do for clients and what uh, is the experience and the feeling that you provide in all of it? Um, Cause I think when you have a, like a document that is just like a brain dump of, of your heart for this business and what you do and what you bring to the table. It's so easy then to go to your website, to go to your social media, to go to blogs, to go to your pricing guide, to go to, you know, your client guides or your emails and start infusing the copy and the language with things like that. Um, okay. like with, with your unique you factor. So that's, yeah. that's, I feel like one do you, well here, I'll give you a second to respond. I still have much more to say, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that. Does that help at all in like communicating and, and why you need to communicate your value yeah. because there is like a discrepancy of, I think people are valuing you. Absolutely. Especially if you're getting people like at your 600 and a little bit higher price range. But I think there is that discrepancy of, of you feeling like, oh, I'm not getting booked and people aren't, people are keep saying I'm too expensive. That's their perception. You are not too expensive mm-hmm. to the right person that is going to value the art that you are giving them. Like, but you just have to have a way to communicate that effectively. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, that does definitely. And I feel like I've done snippets of some of that. Um, but I think my brain has been so wired in such a way of like, oh, well, I can always do better. Like, so that right. that's constantly where I put myself. I'm like, yeah, but I can always do better. I can always do more. I can always do more. And so I'm never just letting myself absorb and really sit back and look at like, look at what you've done. Like sometimes I will look at old work just going through a blog. I'm like, man, I did like those photos. They're not even mine or of me or my family, but like, I feel those photos and like, I'm really proud of those images. But in the moment I'm like, I can always do better. I should have done this. You know, like I'm too hard on myself when it comes to that, but I'll definitely take that and work really hard on making sure that I relay that to people instead of just assuming they know. Totally. Well, and I think that exercise will also help you it, it literally is taking your entire process and what you do and, and the work that you have done in the past and literally putting it on paper. And I think when you're, when it's staring you in the face, you're like, oh, it's kind of like a reminder of like, oh, mm-hmm. I am actually talented. Wow. I do it a lot. <laughs> well, okay, great. And even if you don't have, you have those moments where you don't think it, like it just doing that exercise and like physically writing it out and just brain vomiting on the page, mm-hmm. I think is really helpful. Mm-hmm. All right, entrepreneurs, let's face it. You're in a pickle. You're not attracting your ideal clients because your brand visuals are just meh at best and you're not showing up as the professional ready to make their life 500 times better. Do you honestly feel like your website just sucks? Like your branding feels like you created it in Microsoft's Paint? Anyone else remember Microsoft's Paint? Is that just me? (laughs) Okay. And your, your client experience just overall feels like it's seriously lacking and you just need a change right now. But let's be honest, you're not ready to drop 8K on a custom web and brand design. Well, don't worry, that's where we come in. Introducing the solution to all of your website struggles, the Heart Shop website templates. Now we spent hours designing these customizable, professional and conversion intense website templates with our incredible designer, Sarah Crook of Elizabeth Designs. They are so incredibly easy to use and customize with ShowIt's user-friendly interface. Yes, by the way, you can easily learn how to work with ShowIt even if you've never touched a website or any design platform before. And you can change literally anything you want. No more being limited to squares on your website. It's a drag and drop system that is freaking easy and looks incredible. Oh, oh, you want more information? Cool, I got you. The templates come already SEO optimized with copy prompts from Lindsay and I included. 
Yeah, you don't just get nonsensical filler text. You get bomb education and prompts from Lindsay and I to help you wow your potential clients and crush your website copy. And we designed a variety of these in different styles so you can find the closest match and then tweak it to make it fully your own. If you're ready to save thousands of dollars and hours upon hours upon hours of your time and get clients flooding through your website, you need to check these out. So grab yours at theheartuniversity.com forward slash website dash templates. One more time, that's theheartuniversity.com forward slash website dash templates. If you're enjoying what you're getting in this podcast for free, then you're about to get your mind blown with what we offer in our educational courses. If you're ready to uplevel your business, serve your clients like never before and reach revenue goals that you barely dared to dream of, then we're ready to help. Our courses are packed full of tools, formulas, strategies, and resources to help you kick freaking butt in biz. Whether you choose the photo major, a complete course for photographers, or the content photo minor, a mini course on how to finally slay your content photos for your blog, Insta, headshots, whatever, you will walk away with more knowledge than you ever thought possible. And here's the reality. We are here to see you succeed always and forever. And that is why we created each and every one of these courses. To check them out for yourself, read the reviews and look at each course syllabus, go to theheartuniversity.com forward slash courses. That's theheartuniversity.com forward slash courses. Abby, do you have anything to add? To no, I know you have a, no, not really. And I know you have okay. more. So I'm, I'm the mic is yours, sis. <laughs> well, I just, okay. You caught me at a really interesting time, Maddie, because we're talking about pricing and I'm literally reading a uh, hundred million a hundred million dollar offers by Alex Hormozy right now. Uh, please go read that book. I'm not even halfway through, but I'm just gonna about to read you the. No, I'm kidding. I'm not gonna read you the book, but like, actually, a little bit of it because it's, <laughs> literally, I was reading it this morning and it's on pricing. Like, I'm on the chapter about pricing, um, and this is like a very entrepreneurial business book. But mm-hmm. it is. I've had multiple people recommend it to me, and it it, it like literally the, the one of my entrepreneur friends who recommended it said. Like this book should be five thousand dollars. It's it's that valuable of information. Wow. Um, and so, but it also I think would help you. So like the part, literally, I like I'm reading the highlighted parts that I literally. This is God. I'm like literally, I read this morning about pricing, and then here we are talking about pricing. So like I, I said this earlier, but like the reason this is what him saying. The reason people buy anything is to get a deal. They believe that what they are getting, which is the value, is worth more than what they are giving in exchange for it, which is the price right? Like the value exchange. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and so this is what this is. So (laughs) this is, and I'm not, I don't know if I agree with him on every, like his purpose in writing this book is to help entrepreneurs make as much money as possible. So, Mm -hmm. you know, which is valuable, especially when people are like going into debt and they can't like, you know, make their mortgage. But like for the average person, like is your personal goal to make absolutely as much money as possible? Maybe not, maybe, but like, so I don't want to push that on you necessarily, but this part I think is really helpful for any entrepreneur because this is exactly how people price themselves. This section says why you should charge so much. It hurts. (laughs) And it says most business owners are not competing on price or value. In fact, they're not actually competing on anything at all. Their pricing process typically goes something like this. One, they look at the marketplace, AKA we like look at other photographers' websites and we Mm -hmm. see what everyone else is pricing. Number two, see what everyone else offers. Okay. I just said that. Uh, Number three, they take the average Number four, they go slightly below to remain competitive. Number five, they provide what their competitors offer with a quote-unquote little more. And then six, they end up with a value proposition of more for less. So like they're giving more for less than their competitors, right? Like, is that not Mm -hmm. how literally we all have like just naturally gravitated into pricing ourselves by like looking at the market and then judging 
oh, like, oh, they're, they're maybe not as good as me. So I can charge more than them. Or like, like there's no like basis of what we're actually pricing it off of. Does that Mm -hmm. make sense, Maddie? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I've definitely tried to just like set my pricing, how I would buy, you know? So if there's somebody that I value, I have no problem investing in in quality. Can you hear me? Oh, Oh, we can now. We can now. Okay. Sorry. I don't know what happened. Um, I, so I definitely try to price myself in a way that I would buy because I have no problem investing in quality work or quality items. So it's like, it doesn't matter what the price is. I would much rather get the quality item versus the other. And that's something I've tried to keep within my business. Like I don't want to sacrifice the amount of images I deliver just because I'm swamped with images. Like I don't want to start sacrificing certain things And so that's where it makes it difficult because there are a lot of photographers who might charge $600, but you get 10 images and then you have to pay another 400 for the rest of the gallery. But if I charged a thousand dollars, it's much harder for me to maybe, I guess, book those clients because everything isn't included. Like I'm not trying to hide things from you or have extra payments or extra little hidden fees throughout, you know? So I try to be as genuine and authentic about everything but it does. Yeah. It, it, it's interesting how we do price ourselves and how, I mean, photography, there is no book that you can go to and be like, this is what you start out charging. And then yeah, when right. you reach this level, you go to this. And so <laughs> well, it's but very it's, difficult. <laughs> it's because everybody has a different perception of what is valuable. Right. Yeah. And like, there's mm-hmm. photographers that literally charge like $10,000 for a session. And there's people out there that will buy that because they see and understand the value of what they're getting. Whereas, you know, there's other people that think $50 for a session is expensive. Like yeah. they, mm-hmm. it's all, which is why there's not a book on like, here's what to charge. Um, <laughs> but the, the, the part that I wanted to highlight also in this book is he's kind of making the argument of why you should charge more. And, and I would almost yes, maybe don't charge like absolutely, you know, take that into a grain of salt of like, you don't necessarily have to charge like $10,000 for a 30 minute session. But what he's saying is the more you charge. So here, when you decrease your prices, right? So like when you start pricing yourself competitively and, you know, low, when you decrease your prices, you decrease your client's emotional investment since it didn't cost them that much. So that like, that's where we talk about like, oh, people start undervaluing us or they don't, like they treat us like crap or we get problematic quote unquote clients because they're not value, like they're not having to dish out that much. Therefore, their emotional investment or tie to this experience is not that high. It, when you decrease your price, you decrease your client's perceived value of your service since it can't be that good if it's so cheap or priced the same as everyone else. When you decrease your price, you decrease your client's results because they do not value your service and are not invested. That's a little bit more business focus. I don't know mm-hmm. how you would get result. Yeah, whatever. Um, and then when you decrease your price, you attract the worst clients who are never satisfied until your service is free, which I feel like is definitely true. Um, like the lower we, you know, charge, the more, I guess, I, I don't want to say like, like low quality client we get, but like it, that's, that sounds bad when you say it like that, but like, that's genuinely kind of, it just, you're trying to, you're attracting more people that are not valuing the art that you're worth. Um, mm-hmm. whereas here's the reverse. This is what happens when you raise your prices. When you raise your prices, you increase your client's emotional investment. You increase your client's perceived value of your service. You increase your client's results because they value your service and are invested. You increase, you attract the best clients who are the easiest to satisfy and actually cost less to, to fulfill and who are more likely to actually receive and perceive the most relative value. And then you multiply your margin because you have more money to invest in systems to create efficiency, smart people, improve customer experience, scale your business, et cetera. Um, so he, he's making the argument, obviously, for like, 
charging more and how that actually, like you might be, and I, I feel like pricing is so, you know, back and forth, but I feel like you might be in that, in that wheelhouse where your work is genuinely like genuinely like, and I know this is obviously perception. Like this is my perception saying this, but like your work is so stunning and there might be just a, an issue in the problem of communicating that value because mm-hmm. I I look at your work and I'm like, you could easily charge like $1,500 for a session in my opinion, but or like more, you know, like it's because it, it's all in the perceived value and, and who you're targeting and how you communicate that. Um, but you might be caught in that, like that wishy-washy water of you're trying to cater to people that don't value it or don't value the work and the, and the talent and the skill that you have. And mm-hmm. so you're, and they're not booking you cause you're too expensive. But if you just boldly stood firm in what you offer and communicating that, I think that would actually help a lot. Okay. I mean, do you have thoughts to add to this? Well, the only thing I would say is Maddie, I like, I know you mentioned like you're very empathetic and you, there are absolutely families out there who do value what you do and genuinely cannot afford it. And those people, you, when you do stand firm in your, your normal pricing for a majority of your clients who can afford it and do value your work, you have the flexibility then to offer discounted sessions Yes, the the yeah. flexibility with within your finances to then be able to offer, you know, hey, a free session to this family that I know just went through a layoff, you know, for the dad or you know whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give you a free session because I would love to bless you. Like we're not saying that you don't still have the permission or the flexibility or the opportunity yeah. to bless other families, but I think what Lindsay's trying to kind of drive home is there are people who love your work, who see the value, who are willing to pay top dollar, like a premium price for premium service. And you just have to like stand firm in that and and recognize I do bring this to the table and there are people out there who are willing to pay it. And then not get in your own head and not get in their heads of assuming, oh, they're going to be shocked by this price. They're going to think, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's too much. I should just offer them discount right out the gate. Like, my encouragement is, at least for me, if I have a dream client inquire, I send them my full pricing. And if they come back to me and say, hey, I would love to work with you. I'm so sad. You are just a little bit out of our budget. Our budget is currently blah. And I can't like, you know, as much as I would love to work with you, it is my dream. We just ran numbers and I don't think I'm going to be able to make it work. If I want to then at that point and feel confident and good, and I'm like, man, this person we click, we get it. They know my value. I am going to, you know, drop my, my packages by X amount for them to, to make it work and to like build this, you know, relationship. That's my, that's my choice at that point, Mm -hmm. once they've communicated that. And I say that, I think in my email, my first email, I say, Hey, I'm never like, I'm never afraid to talk or maybe in my client consult, I'm never afraid to talk budget. I can't guarantee I'll ever be able to like match anything, but don't ever hesitate like to let me know where your budget's at or what you guys are confident or comfortable like working mm-hmm. with. And if I can work with you, I will. And if I can't, I'll let you know a photographer that I think could help you in that area. So don't be afraid to, to like, you know, discount yourself for your dream clients or the people who genuinely love you but can't afford you. But don't just automatically head out with a, a discount because you're assuming that they're going to think you're too high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I, I guess that's, that's kind of the part where I was like, okay, I've worked with them multiple times. Like I know kind of about their life or maybe they're from my hometown or something. Totally. And so I do, I do assume that from the start. And so that's a lot easier for me to just want to give it to them for free or give it to them discounted. Cause like, I would love to just do this for free, but I need to make money to yeah. live. Um, and I think, uh, there was one thing that I was going to say, I've lost it, but yeah, all of that makes sense. And, um, I, I, there were so many times, even in Europe, like Germany, where I had met another family and I was like, Hey, I would love to take your photos. And they're like, I'm sorry, I just can't afford it right now. And I was like, no, 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 I, I'm not like pitching myself to you. Like I would do it for free. And they're like, really? And I was like, yeah, because I just enjoy it so much. And it's not about making that extra money or upgrading being like, yeah, you get five photos, but then you have to pay me $300 if you want the rest of them. Like I just lead with my heart. And I think that's the hardest part for me because I do genuinely just enjoy it. Um, so yeah, but all of that is so helpful. And I was wondering if for my packages, because primarily I would rather not have to set a time. I would rather not have to set, like, I want you to play. I want you to just be, I want you to be present. Like those are my main factors in a session. And I feel like maybe if I set something like curated, some sort of quote unquote package, but not have so much structure around it, that it would align with me more. Uh, but then a lot of families do say about their kids, they're like, Oh, my kids couldn't last an hour. They couldn't last two hours. And then we end up being there for an hour and a half. And they're like, wow, they did really good. I'm like, yeah, like if you just let them play, I have a different (laughs) flow to my sessions, you know? Um, so I don't know if that would be helpful. I would almost like figure out. And it, it almost sounds like you kind of already have, especially with you saying kind of towards the beginning of like, no, I don't. I tried the shorter session that didn't work. I would almost like niche down, um, your offers in the sense of like, if you find that your flow is like a two hour session or, or whatever it is, um, and that's where you get the best work. That's where you do the work that lights your soul on fire. And it also gives you that freedom to play and to explore in, in mm-hmm. that, you know, playground that you, that you really create. I would explain that in your offering. Like, so, and, and even in your pricing guide, like have an FAQ Mm -hmm. that says like, Hey, why, what, like, what if my kids are going crazy or wait, why don't you offer a mini session? Cause my kids are not going to last that long. And you could literally explain, I mean, and, and I would almost even put, I would put that language in your pricing guide and I would maybe even include it in the email, like the initial email inquiry. And especially obviously on a client consult call. I don't know. Do you do client consult calls though with? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You do? Okay, great. Mm -hmm. I I know like I don't technically do it for couple sessions, but I do it for weddings. So I just didn't know the, but yeah, that's great. I would, I would put it as a whole, whole page, like a whole, like on your pricing guide, I would not just put it in like a small FAQ. I would put like... Yeah, because it's part of the experience. That's part of the whole experience. I would be like, here is why my sessions are this length of time, like a guaranteed, you know, and you could guarantee it 90 minutes and you know in your head, we're going to go to two hours or you could say two hours Mm -hmm. and, you know, what have the flexibility to do more. But I would have that be in there and communicate, hey, here's what my sessions look like. I encourage your kids to play. They, I want them to walk around and explore. They kind of lead the session. I want to document like a 
daily moment in your life. So if you're cooking breakfast or baking, you know, Christmas cookies or whatever it is that you guys do, that takes a little bit of time. It's more than 30 minutes, but your kids aren't like being put on the spot and forced to like have a comb over and, and, and sit with perfectly like wet hair and, and that communication I think is going to really help parents understand. Yeah. And I actually do have that on my pricing guide. Um, I have like, here are my packages for documentary sessions. I focus on capturing the slow, mo- mo- the slow moments, which is why my sessions are an hour or longer. It takes time to warm up. Like I have that. And then like my why is simple. Like at the end of the day, human connection is the most important thing to all of us. Like mm-hmm. I've, I have like a big chunk of it, but I don't know. I like to write. And so um, I don't know if people like to read. <laughs> Yeah. I so maybe I just need to reiterate it multiple times in different ways. Yes to that. But also say, so yes, I don't, I don't want to like gloss over that. Absolutely. Like, yes, like do that, but also send it to send it, send your pricing guide to like a friend that's not in the industry or like, like someone like from church or like someone that's like removed from you that like doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily know what you do and ask them like, Hey, what does it communicate to you? Gotcha. Just, just so you okay. can like, get some do you feedback? have questions of like, if you were yeah. to book me, what would you still have questions after this? Or is anything not clear or what stood out to you? Like get some like, of that kind of outside mm-hmm. third party opinion on what your communication is. That way you can gotcha. tell if it's like super clear or not. And then maybe mm-hmm. put that information everywhere and then send it to them. <laughs> like just like, if you're going to already change that and you know, um, but I would, I would again, yeah, like have an entire paging pricing guide, put it in your FAQ as well, put it in your email response. And then mm-hmm. also on the client call, like really okay. stress that. And like, I think it's confidence oozes when you stand boldly in what you do and what you don't do. And, mm-hmm. and you know, your experience like that, that helps. I think the perceived value go up because it's like, you're standing confident and you're saying, Hey, this is my offer. I work with families who love documentary style in that beautiful editorial, like feeling evoking way or what, you know, whatever your language is. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and this is how I get these such like, even in that explanation, you can say like, Hey, I don't offer 30 minute sessions because the portfolio that you see in, on my website is, is gotten. That's not a language, but you know, <laughs> say it better than that. But like, <laughs> it's, I, I get that type of work from the process that I do with my clients. And here is yeah. why this is valuable. Like the, here is why, um, clients, my like past clients are saying this and like review, mm-hmm. like it's, it's all in the language of like, you're showing what the experience feels and looks like with, with you. And when they can understand the value of what they're getting, I would almost even include like legacy in there. I would also include, maybe this is more of a website thing than your pricing guide. I mean, you can't put it in your pricing guide, but just like communicating the value of your kids are never going to be this age again. Mm-hmm. Like, and, mm-hmm. and when you get to 60 and your kids are married and out the door, you're going to want memories of when they were six and three yeah. or like, you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's communicating the value of like, how can you put a price on looking back at your three-year-old with like, flour on their face because they were baking cookies. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that's the type of language that's going to make people be like, storytelling. this is priceless. Yes. Storytelling. Thank yeah. you. Abby. Yes. And yes. definitely, I definitely feel more aligned with like, I want to spend a week, like a, like an evening with you because I think I also attach emotion to the images that I photograph. And I know if they were kind of 
uh, pre-planned and like posed, I don't yeah. feel like they're as authentic and therefore I probably won't add them to the gallery. Like that's, totally. that's kind of how my, my whole, I'm based on feeling. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like, I just need to relay all of this and keep just talking about it and talking about it. Um, because obviously mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, look at these photos, but then people don't understand the process of getting to that point. And yeah, even totally. then I want to deep dive further in my process of like curation and the planning beforehand. That way, like we're completely on the same page. Like, yes, there's planning involved, but the actual emotion that's going to be tied to it will be completely authentic. Like that yeah. is always my end goal. Yeah. But, well, and that also, I think makes you different when you, when you're advertising it like an experience um, and not just like you could even like say like, this is not just a Christmas card mini session. No Mm -hmm. shade to anyone that does that. But like, like this is an experience and this is why it costs this much. I mean, you don't have to say that in those words, but like, does that make sense? You're communicating the intense value because it's an experience that they are going to treasure for the absolute rest of their life. Like you can't put a price on that. Yeah. I mean, when within like our couple sessions, like Lindsay and I, and I know other couples photographers will say things like, you know, it don't view this as like an awkward photo shoot. We want you to view this as like a, a full date night experience that we're curating together that your best friend just happens to be tagging along on. And I uh-huh. feel like with with a family session with your style of family photography, you could say something similar of like, this is a full family, like, you know, experience. Think of this as a little mini like staycation, like get away from like life and just plug into your own family, like this connection Mm -hmm. with your spouse and with your kids doing something will curate, you know, a a normal daily activity for you guys that I can just come in and tell the story of your life in this season. Like that type of communication, I think people, parents, moms will be able to go, oh, that it's not like a JCPenney photo shoot. It's not, you know, mm-hmm. sitting in front of a, a staged Christmas tree for Christmas card photos. Like this is different and this is worth yeah. it. And yes, I might not pay, you know, $800 or $1,000 to sit in front of a fake Christmas tree for 30 minutes to get my photos, but I will pay $1,000 to have my whole family fully present for two to three hours, like, and documenting this entire season of life. Like that's worth it to me. So I think Mm -hmm. that it sounds like your price is where it needs to be like kind of, I guess, like my final thoughts, I would encourage you, Maddie, go back in. I know you said you've run calculations and run numbers and stuff, but I would just, as you're preparing to head into 2023, run those again and, and recognize, okay, here's what I think I would like to make this year. Here's how much I would like to shoot. Here's, you know, I would calculate in for taxes, for expenses and know, like kind of have a number based off of that. Cause that's like a a solid, like numerical number. I would reevaluate just your backend experience. Is there anything that you want to change or that you want to add to your client experience that you think would up level it or really add something, you know, do you want to add in uh, a client wardrobe that moms can pick from for their kids or, you know, anything like that, that you're like, I would like to add this to my experience. And then I would basically, the I think the primary thing would be your communication of your experience, your value, and your why across everything. Social media, mm-hmm. um, your website, your pricing guide, your emails, and just kind of like 
take this slow season as a blessing and as an opportunity to kind of pull back and be like, okay, I know that this is worth it. I know that this impacts families. I know that I have a skill and a gift and a passion for this. I think your passion for storytelling and for like creating imagery and and freezing moments in time in such an like emotion filled way is absolutely stand out. People will be attracted to that. You just need to be able to communicate like all of the details of like, here's what it looks like. Here's what, you know, what the experience is. Here's why I'm passionate about this. And here's like the value. Those are my thoughts. Lindsay, do you have anything else? No, that was really good. That was just a moment. (laughs) (laughs) Maddie, how are you feeling? I'm feeling really good. Definitely. I feel like I have like a breath of fresh air, you know, like I've, I'm like, okay, yeah, I can do this. And I just needed that little reminder to number one, not be so hard on myself, but number two, I do need to communicate what I'm doing. Um, that is something that I've just, mm-hmm. I just assume people know, but I know there's oh, so they many don't things. Know it. <laughs> yeah. I need to pretend like they don't know it, even if they do. Right. Um, so and I then if very, they do remind them, <laughs> like, yes. <I'm> awesome. <laughs> yes. And, and I think the hard part for me for a while, because I've been, I've been at this type of style for like, I would at least say three years, Mm-hmm. Um, where I'm just like, people just didn't get it. I'm like, they don't want to invest X amount of dollars for them to wear their clothes that they wear every day, having their hair not made up and their makeup not done. You know, it's like, yeah. but I want those moments because I think even me moving to Europe and missing out on like my niece and nephew's lives and like my little, I have little siblings. So it's like missing out on those things. I would always video it and record it. And then I would look back at it. And then I'm like, Oh my gosh, I remember that little outfit because my parents always did that for us. Like we have so many home videos of us as kids. Like my brother used to wear cowboy boots all the time. (laughs) And it's the funniest thing because he'd wear them with just that and his underwear. Like he wouldn't actually, you know, but it's like, you don't want to fix that. You want that because that's the memory you're going to want to remember yes. whenever they're older. And I so, want you to remember I, th- 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 literally everything that you just said, that needs to be a, a reel. First of all, that needs to be like a blog post. Like th- that almost is your, what that story needs to be like in your pricing guide, maybe. But yeah. I almost think, could you not video it? E- even if it's just like from your phone, it doesn't have to be like super high quality and put that like mm-hmm. on your contact page right before they inquire. And it's like, mm-hmm. Hey, this is why I do what I do. And then I want you to literally tell that story about the, with the cowboy, like the, like the nieces yeah. and nephews and like you missing out on moments. And yeah, it's like, I'm, I'm almost in tears and I don't have kids yet. <laughs> I know. Like, literally, like, like, but that type of tug on emotion, like put that type of storytelling everywhere. Like literally, okay. and, and whether it's that story or another one, like I think a video on your contact form page would be helpful mm-hmm. or even a video linking mm-hmm. in your inquiry response form or even in your yeah. like all over. <laughs> I do have a video that I had made just from the home videos that I was taking while I was gone. Um, but I had a hard time trying to upload it to my website. I was trying to do that. Uh, and it's actually really cute because I like to just make them. Oh, that's fresh. Wait, what, uh, platform do you use? I show it. Okay. Put it on Vimeo and then embed it. I don't know if that's how you're doing it, but that's how we do it. it Yeah, I'll try it. Cause I know they had a new like video option to upload video, but it just, yeah, I, I guess I need to figure it out. But <laughs> I am in the process of updating my website, like keeping the bones, but like, um, I guess niching more intent intentionally. Um, and so I have like a couple pictures of me as a kid on there. And like, I'm trying to 
really just bring it down to like a, a basic understanding. Like, honestly, I don't care if you are a couple or you're a single person or it's just you and your dog. Like as long as the overall message is the same as it would be with a family, like that's all that I care about. You know, like I just want to photograph you the way that you are and to enjoy that and not have the expectations of being like, okay, now smile at me. Now smile at me again. It's like, (laughs) I want you to just feel that. I want whoever you're with communication everywhere, like everywhere. Cause that also repels the people that repels the people that want the JC Penny family Christmas card, which isn't bad. There's photographers out there for them and, Mm -hmm. and they'll charge $50. That's great. And they great. Yeah, they do. I'm judging. I'm not judging. (laughs) But like, if you're not wanting to go after that, then that communication genuinely needs to be everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and and it, it explains, it also attracts like, obviously your work, I think, immediately attracts people that are a little bit more attracted to that style. But then that mm-hmm. communication everywhere of like, I don't want to take photos of you dressed up, not as you are for a Christmas card photo. Like there's a time and place mm-hmm. for that, but this is not the experience that I'm offering. The experience I'm offering is to capture you as you are so that when you're 70 years old, you have the photo of you and your little kid, like with freaking jelly on your face, like having a moment <laughs> and you, and yeah. you get it. everything that you said yeah, was yeah, just yeah. better than I said, but you get it. <laughs> No, I definitely understand. Like, that is what I love. Like, that is what lights my heart up. Because I think in general, in life's moments that you, you, you smile so much and you wish you could catch it with like an iPhone even, but you don't have the time because you're just enjoying it so much. Like those moments I want to happen for me to photograph for you. So you do have them. Yeah. Oh, my I mother love. heart is just so <laughs> yeah I'm having like my my brain is also just like reeling right now I'm like I like we are already like overtime so I'm not going to keep talking but Maddie if you are ever in a place where you want more one-on-one coaching I'm sure Lindsay or I would love to work with you cuz I know one mm-hmm. of your other questions was about like showing up online, like how to, how to create reels that align with like uh-huh. your brand and your why I'm yeah. literally sitting here like so many short yeah. circuiting with ideas of how you can <laughs> communicate all of this online. One of them, I'm just going to tell you one of them right now, because I feel like you have to start doing this. I want you, even as a photographer to switch your camera to video mode like once or twice during, or like a few times during a session. And I just have clips from that. Okay, perfect. I want, I want, I want that going everywhere with like, with like in your reels, just the combination of like little slow moments. Like if you can slow-mo like a mom reaching for her baby's hand and then like Mm -hmm. vibey music underneath. Yes. With vibey Mm -hmm. music. And then like, you know, show the photo results at the end or something. And you can do a voiceover. You can do like a voiceover of like what you're, everything that you've just been communicating that Lindsay's like, put that everywhere, put that in a video, put that on your website. Like that voiceover of, I'm not like motherhood isn't full of curated, like picture perfect, every hair in place moments. It's full of the raw, the real, the, you know, the, the kids mm-hmm. walking around in underwear and cowboy boots, the, the babies uh-huh. like, you know, in, in a stage where they're just learning to smile, the such and such, like that storytelling that you are so gifted at, I think you can so beautifully communicate online, like on social as well, not just on Mm -hmm. your website and your pricing guide. But I think if you get your, your social content also aligning with that, like storytelling and the, 
like the deep, rich heart of what you're doing in your why, you're going to start pulling in a ton of clients too, who are seeing these reels, weeping, and then running to your website to book you because they get value. So that's the final little cherry on top that I just had to like share. Content like that will go viral. And that's yes. just not that that necessarily helps. It's, it can help you, but like it just will because it's storytelling yeah. and it's emotional and it's tugging yeah. on our strings and everyone can relate to it. And, and you have okay. a gift with that, Maddie. You have a gift with your camera and with storytelling via the photos and you have a gift with your words. And that mm-hmm. is so beautiful. And you, with that, com- that those two combined with your passion for what you're doing and your ability to just see through the mundane moments into the 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 beautiful and the surreal and like, you know, the things that moms can often overlook mm-hmm. the all you tie all of those together and you are a force to be reckoned with. So I'm well, really excited you. for everything that you're, you're doing and everything that you're going to continue to do. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys and taking this time to guide me and lead me in the direction that I need. And also the reminders of like, I need to quit being so hard on myself because all of these things I do talk about like just to myself, but I never, it's as simple as just putting it out there, you know, and I forget. I'm like, well, people probably don't want to hear that, you know? And it's like, yes, they do. Because that's ultimately why I'm trying to attract those people. Yes. Mm -hmm. You're doing a great job. Thank you. I'm trying. You're killing it. Yeah. You are. I love it. Well, thank you for being here. I already shouted out your Instagram, but let's just do it again. Where can people find you, book you, work with you? Like, obviously, if they're in Kentucky, but I don't know if you travel. Just drop your social website. She's like, I travel. Okay, great. (laughs) I actually just came back from Virginia a couple weeks ago for a client that I had in Germany. Um, I would say they're friends now, but they flew me out to Virginia because uh, they couldn't find a photographer that they liked. So it was pretty pretty awesome. Um, But you can find me at um, maddierichardson.com at maddierichardson on Instagram. Um, I don't have TikTok. I know y'all are probably feeling a little controversial about that. Um, but yeah, I I stay on Instagram primarily. Um, but yeah, it's you, just M-A-D-I and then Richardson. I love you do it. You do you, girl. I'm on TikTok, but I don't actively post, so I can't shame you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're it's amazing. A different, it's a different thing. So It, it is. is. It but, is. Yeah. Thank you so much. I really appreciate this and this lit a new fire under me. So it was definitely needed. And I'm so glad that I got this opportunity. Yay. This makes me so happy. You're amazing, Maddie. I can't wait to to keep up with all you're doing and see how far you go. Thank you so much.